Hey, Evan. What? Where do killer whales go to hear music? Where? The orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Engage, a family gaming podcast. My name is Stephen Dutzman, and I am your host, as always. It's E3 week, and so this time, it's time to talk about Square Enix. I am joined today by John Robel, the fair and just commissioner. Hello. And John Tomlinson, the man behind the curtain. How's it going? And James Pisano, the video guy. Hey, guys. And now we're going to talk about Square Enix. Last time, we had a bummer of a podcast because we were talking about Ubisoft. A, an E3 press conference that literally put me to sleep. Which, that says some things. Um, but Square Enix was way more exciting. Lots of good stuff. Um, so, let's just dive right into it. We don't have time. Um, what are we going to talk about first? We can talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake first. Or we can talk about Avengers first. Let's switch it up. Let's go Avengers first. Fine. Let's talk about Marvel's Avengers. So, this game is by Crystal Dynamics, being published by Square Enix. Crystal Dynamics is a company that did the uh, recent Tomb Raider reboot, um, and so they're making a multiplayer action game, third-player action game, where you play as Avengers, starting with the first five, um, which would be Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, and the Hulk. And then eventually expanding to include probably everyone because, as I said, uh, to all sorts of folks, not to you necessarily, John, but I don't know why I'm pointing at you. Um, because I'm sitting here. Everyone is an Avenger at some point. Wolverine was an Avenger. So, um, what do we think of the, you know, the the trailer they gave us? They gave a little tiny bit of gameplay. They gave us more gameplay than they did about FIFA 20. They did. That. Lots so, more. Um, so. John or James, one of you guys, jump in. Tell me your thoughts. So initially, um, you know, I was a little bummed by the sort of what I'll call the off-brand Avengers. But when I heard them talking, I heard them acting and saw the job they were doing, I think we have to give them a chance because the story is new. This is new canon in Marvel's universe. Um, The game style, single-player or multiplayer, that got me from the get-go. No pay-to-win, no loot boxes. It sounds like they know what we want. So I can forgive them not paying Boku bucks for actor likenesses and giving us a great Avengers game. Could be great. Um, I'm I'm still in James' first thought where it's just I I love Troy Baker. I love No North. Like they're two of my favorite guys. As John said yesterday, I can't. I love Uncharted Four, and it's the two. Two of the same guys that play the brothers are playing the two main characters, you know, the Hulk and Iron Man. So, like, having those two together, and it's just like, I love them, but it, it it's off-putting because we also just spent the last 15 years right. with the MCU Avengers. And even if they just got one, I'd be a little <laughs> bit happier, but, like... Well, I mean, if I can counterpoint you, like, we spent 15 years with the MCU, mm-hmm. but all five of these guys are at least Silver Age superheroes. Yeah. So, like, the rest right. of the world has had Captain America since, the like, the early 60s, late 50s. Yep. So, this is... So, I love Chris, Chris Evans, too. I stand that guy. 
I'm so happy. Robert Downey Jr. is literally Iron Man to me. But we have to move on eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think this is a good opportunity to do so. My only critique is I, I feel like they would have been better served going, making them more different. And this is something that James said uh, to me while we were randomly talking about it earlier on today, but I think it makes sense. I wish they had gone a little bit more different. For example, let's use Thor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Thor has had a number of designs, but they, they could have used Thunderstrike. I mean, there's another Thor character that's not actually Thor, but like they could have used his design. He yeah. looks different. He... Um, you know, it's not just a different interpretation. Mm-hmm. These guys feel like alternate reality versions of the same characters, as opposed to just a different design. Or do something real crazy, like why don't you give Thor a mohawk? Like why don't you make Thor look like a literal Viking? Like, yeah. why, like just yeah. totally throw the designs out the door. Yeah. Like Black Widow just look, looks. She looks like Scarlett Johansson stunt double. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, that that's my major problem with it. Like seeing it that close. Rather than seeing it totally different, that's what kind of it. off puts me. I get it. What you got, John? So, in honor of the Frozen 2 trailer that just dropped today, just let it go. Oh, oh it's, uh, no. By the way, that song's not in Frozen 2. I know what you telling me. Let it go, John. I think, I mean, we're I don't know that, but I let go all the time. Oh. But, listen, like. I, I, that's true. <laughs> I can go eat an ego. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. It's fine. I mean, well, he, I'm going to jump crank, out the window. We're cranking the dad jokes up to 11. All right? <laughs> all right. So, all right, I'm going to step in the middle here. That was a stranger's thing. Oh, okay. I, I'm sure. I'm going to step in the middle here and say, okay, so we can have an issue with it. I think the, the internet itself is divided. We'll see what happens here. soon. Like, you know, my critiques aside... There's st- we're, we still have how long until the game comes out? Well, so there may be more compelling stuff, and the story may grab me in a different way. But I'm also seeing stuff where I'm jaded because when I played, uh, when back Batman Arkham Knight came out, they were saying it's a totally different bad guy. You've never seen this bad guy before, and it was totally something uh, straight from the comics. It was just the longest, like, reveal. Like, you saw the trailer, like, I know who that guy is. I know why that, I know the exact storyline they're doing. And it was basically like the Lost, where it was just like, yeah, we're not, you know, that's not the story. That's not the story. And then you saw the finale, and it's like, that's the exact story. Like, it was a totally wasted. I get what you're saying. Different story. At the end of the day... All the stories are basically the same. Like, no, it's, like a whole it's true. Line. So, I, I just want to punch things as the Hulk or fly as Thor mm-hmm. or as Iron Man. I think the problem with, with Iron Man is you can't make him look different. Because he has always been an Italian dude with a goatee. Yeah. And we can't, there's not much you can do about the voice acting either because Troy Baker's in everything. Yeah. The, the dude's been bad. No, those are the guys that I would... Like, if I was building a game, those were the first... And I had the budget. Those are the first two people yeah. I call. So, Like, those are the voices. 
So the way that the other piece to this game, I mean, it's going to be a both single and multiplayer action game. The single player game, you're going to be controlling the different, the five different Avengers, going through a plot line, um, and, and then there's a, a just like you know Tomb Raider, only you have five playable Avengers. We don't know if you're going to be playing them at different levels that are kind of bespoke for their skills. I think that's probably the case because. Yeah. Like, you can't make a level for Black Widow that would be challenging for her yeah. and then let you play through it as Thor yeah. without putting, like, weird fail states where it's like, oh, no, you have to sneak in. Like, yeah. It's just... You know, so, I'm sure that they're going to have bespoke levels for each character, but the the real bonus to this is that this is going to be a living game as service where they're going to be regularly adding new missions, new areas, new game modes, and also new heroes um, because one of the things about the Avengers is everybody's an Avenger um, yeah. they already and they revealed that the first, the first guy's going to be yeah. Ant-Man yep um, and so and even better all the DLC now when they said this James stood up practically because he was very excited all the DLC is going to be free it means they put out a new character you can hop right back into the game I am sure that there will be cosmetic microtransactions which um, is fine but there will be, the DLC is free, there are no loot boxes, and there are no pay-to-win. You're not buying damage boosts and things like that. That sounds great to me. Um, the the fact that they're adding new superheroes, it means we're going to see Spider-Man, and we're going to see Ant-Man, and we're going to see... Giant-Man. Giant-Man. Well, I mean, yeah, who knows what we're going to see. Yeah. I would think, just because they do have a bit of an imbalance between the male and the female characters, I'm guessing that after Ant-Man, the next couple are all going to be ladies, like Captain Marvel. Well, Star then Wars. you have, well, after the Ant-Man, you just bring in the Wasp. And then you could... Maybe, maybe. You're, maybe they're both in this Then you have Valkyrie. We don't Valkyrie, know how Valkyrie, Gamora, add. the Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I'm not saying that. there are not a billion female characters. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just feel like they have to pick them. Um, mm-hmm. But... What's crazy is we don't know if they're going to come in groups. You know, they might add like two or three at a time. We, we don't know. Um, but the fact that they're free means this is one of those games that every time they drop a new hero, it's like the game's going to get crowded again. Um, I can't wait for that. Yeah. So, next. So, Marvel Avengers. I think, are we all generally in favor or at least someone? Well, okay. None of us are anti. We're all at the very least neutral. I'm looking forward to May 15th. Yeah, May 15th, I'm buying the crap out of this game and I'm going to play it. Well, since I have a PS4, I may be able to get in the beta room. Yeah, me too. Um, you can be Captain America, and I'll be. All right, sounds good. Done. Um, so, you know who's surprisingly a little cold on it is Evan. Evan is pretty cold on it for some of the same reasons that you guys are. The difference is, he's thirteen. So these characters have been the MCU characters for him since yeah. before he was born. Whereas we are old, so we've we've dealt with a number of iterations. So, okay. Um, next. Let's talk about some of the other just smaller things. They announced a bunch of Final Fantasy games. Um, the biggest one, Final Fantasy VIII, is getting a remaster. That caught me off guard. I was like, where'd they find that, that code? That caught everyone off guard because... We thought that the source code was lost. Yeah, which actually happens a lot in Japan. Where they're like, oh, the game's finalized, let's just delete everything. And their archival process just wasn't ready. Yeah, it's the same story of why there's a lot of missing Doctor Who episodes. It's like, hard drive space is a thing. Yeah. And, you know, 
things get deleted, things get misplaced, hard drives fail. Yeah. And you could lose it forever. So my understanding is that they lost it. Either they found it somewhere, which I guess is possible, right? Like they could have just had a team digging through old computers, or they reverse engineered it or in the process of reverse engineering it. Um, They also confirmed Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remaster coming to the Switch. Cannot wait for that. Um, They talked a little bit more about Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of Elusive Age, Definitive Edition S. How about that for a name, John? Is the longest name that's ever been named ever. I don't know if it's the longest name ever. James James and John, can either of you guys remember a name of a video game that's longer? You guys know there's some weeby games out there that like... I felt like they just kept adding words. They're like, you know what? We need some more words. Just all the Dragon Ball, like the foreign Dragon... The Japanese Dragon Ball games, like... Are yeah, ridiculous. Maybe, maybe the Kenju Raging so, games. There is a game in Japan in 2015 that is roughly translated to Summer Colored High School Adolescent Record, a summer at school on an island where I contemplate how the first day after I transferred, I ran into a childhood friend and was forced to join the journalism club, where, while my dogs as a paparazzi kid with great scoops made me rather popular among the girls, but strangely my camera is full of something, can't say that, and where my candid romance is going. They may, they might win. <laughs> That's a long title. That's a long title. But but you know what? At least it tells you what it is. Is that because it's all written in kanji? It is all in in, in kanji. Yes, kanji, some hiragana, some katakana. So some of those are one symbol that means a phrase is what's happening there. Yes. Okay. So but still, um, I shouldn't need to put an addendum page on the front of the box so I know what the title is. Fair. Fair. Trust me, that game that he was just talking about, not. I'm new. not talking about that. Oh, you're talking about Dragon Quest XI: Echoes of Illusion Age Definitive Edition S. Is it sport? So it goes faster. No, I'm thinking it means Switch. Hyper EX. Hyper EX Turbo <laughs> Championship Edition. Um, if you add Hyper EX Turbo Championship Edition to any video game, somebody's buying it. It gets better. Like. Gone Home, EX Turbo Championship <laughs> Edition. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, EX Hyper Combo Turbo Championship Edition. See, it just it, the, the joke writes itself. Um, so I do want to talk about a game that's coming to Switch PS4. Uh, it's called Onimake. It's from Tokyo RPG Factory. It's a stylish action RPG. Uh, basically, you play like a chibi character running around these various environments, and you equip spirits. And the spirits, or Oni, not those kind of Oni, not the bad ones, these are the good ones, that um, you equip and they give you weapons, they're your weapons, um, and they also give you kind of superpowers. So there's like a spear, you fight, and the spear guy follows you around, there's one that shoots guns, it's, it looks rad, it's coming out this August. Um, and so we, And I will be very likely picking it up on the Switch, because it's looks like a Switch, Switch, Switch video game. You know what I mean? Some things just look like a Switch-ass video game. It's this one. Um, but let's talk about the real deal. Like, everything... I mean, Avengers was a big deal, right? But, like, nothing had people hyped. Like, Final Fantasy VII. James, you proved your love for Final Fantasy VII yesterday. I did. I, I pledged my love with... You pledged it. You, know, you definitely pledged with, with If pre-ordering video games represents your support for a video game, 
James supports them as much as you possibly can at this very moment. I bought the first class edition. Which is a which is a crazy edition that includes a steel box and an art book and some assets in the game, I'm sure. Yeah. And then a giant cloud on a motorcycle statue. A Play Arts Kai cloud on a motorcycle statue. Um, and they kill you on the shipping too, and I, that's I had to be all in it. What were you gonna do? Because you wanted it on March third. I wanted on release day. That's right. Um, so, and if you want yours, you have to order it by I believe February eighth, or you will not get it on release day. Yeah, you gotta go, John. You never played Final Fantasy seven. I didn't. Did that game interest you at all? I'm buying it. All right. So what about? Well, you're not buying it. Your wife told you to buy it. <laughs> That would still mean I. I know. <laughs> but you were given permission. I was. Yeah. I was told absolutely go yeah. buy it because I want to watch it. Yeah. I mean, so what about it really grabbed you though? Oh, uh, the combat system. Combat system. Yeah. So I mean, what's crazy is the original Final Fantasy VII back when most of us played it was just a turn-based role-playing game. Like just, right. I'm gonna stand there. <laughs> I hit a button. I'm gonna run over. This was notably. One of the first times in a Final Fantasy game where you actually like actually hit the enemy as opposed to like standing forward and like I mean Final Fantasy VI did it too, but like, this was this was a big deal. So you came up and like swung your weapons in like dynamic and interesting ways as opposed to stepping forward and doing a you know swing your hand like over your head. Um, the combat system looks rad. I saw some people complaining about it online. Because it's different. I think this is the, those are the people that did, just don't want the remake. Those are the ultra purists. Yeah. They're like, you know, why why should you have to use an ATB bar to be able to freeze time? Because the idea is you use melee attacks. They build up a meter, and when the meter fills up, you can basically freeze time and you and burn that meter to um, do special moves it's, and use items and cast spells. It sounds awesome. It's, yes, as near as I can liken it to. For what I am familiar with, and basically you run into a VAT system. Yeah, so falls right. yeah, pretty much. That fell it fills up and boom. Okay, you can go do that and now you do your special moves. Well, they they had that. the special move. The special moves that I saw were the kind of the same system in Final Fantasy Fifteen. Right there, there is a system where you could trade places with all the characters, mm-hmm. and you could use their special moves that were built up. Mm-hmm. At any time. Something nice about this system, too, is, you know, all, almost all JRPGs get kind of grindy at points. Yeah. And true turn-based RPG grinding can get boring. No matter how much you love the game, yeah. I've fallen asleep in my chair before. Yeah. This keeps you engaged. This keeps you actively strategizing, actively moving around, fighting enemies, um, thinking about how, what, what moves you want to build up for, which character you're going to switch to. It just, mm-hmm. it makes it much more engaging. Yeah. I am interested to see how complex fights with enemies at different levels, when you have multiple assets at your disposal, how that will work. Mm-hmm. And how the AI interacts with you, because you can have it, they go about and do their things based on direction, but how smooth is it? So Yeah, yeah I've never been a fan of, of, the, of like the setting macros for your party thing. It's always been either too convoluted or not detailed enough. I'm hoping and they certainly took their time making this game. Maybe they nailed it. I hope yeah. they did. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I feel. I I'm, I'm full it. on hype for it. Like this. My big question, because I'm going to buy it. 
is what am I actually getting? We had this conversation this morning. Well, once I don't the, think the internet knows what, yet. That's, that's well, the thing. It's once a problem. this is digested, we listen to what they said and are really not clear what's being shipped in that first well, iteration. Here's the good news. Well, it's not only that. It's what, how many times am I paying? Correct. <laughs> it's it not that like what's shipping because what ships doesn't matter because we live in a different age of games now. I, yeah, they I can understand. Updates. So... <laughs> The good news is this. Everybody listening, if you are curious for that answer, uh, go to EngageFamilyGaming.com um, and check it out because there are plenty of people at E3 meeting with Square Enix about this game and yeah. everyone is going to ask this question yep. because it was not clear. Yeah. Um, no one really knows. Um, and I also sent a message to my PR contact at Square Enix. They haven't responded to me yet, but they've had a bit of a busy day. I'll give them a break. You can't imagine why. I mean, I mean, there was more square drops today too. So. Yeah, no, they're very busy. Yeah. Um. So we will find out more. And I actually days. have some, maybe some updates. The first installment will feature two Blu-ray discs worth of content, but it will only contain the Midgard portion of events. That seems to be a pretty definitive answer. That part one will be two Blu-ray discs. Which is what, bananas. What is, what is happening? I mean, I that's crazy. Because Okay, so let's assume that that's the case. Because that sounds pretty definitive. So let's assume that Midgard... Like, Midgard is like six hours of Final Fantasy VII. Like, it's... Originally. The original game. So it's fast, right? Yeah. Man, they're adding a lot of stuff. Because The Witcher wasn't two Blu-rays. No, it was not. The Witcher wasn't two Blu-rays. What are they doing? Do they not know go, how to should they talk to Nintendo to, and learn how to Going into the files? city, that's what's going on. Yeah, I mean we, we may be dealing with a, a more alive city and not just, you know, pre rendered backgrounds in the PS one days. Maybe now yeah. I can go to Tifa's apartment. Yeah. You know? Maybe there's a whole background where he trains with the crew beforehand. Because we but the the opening of the game is them thrown into a mission. That's insane. Can I speculate wildly for a minute? You may have one minute to speculate wildly. What if they integrate Crisis Core into this game? And we get more context for Cloud Story. Yeah. A lot of Crisis Core Core was in Midgar, right? If I remember correctly. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. That's crazy. I'm down. The first game is two Blu-rays. I think this is one of the first games to use two Blu-rays. Square Enix did a good job. They did. They did a great job. So, uh, everybody, thank you very much for listening to our Square Enix special of the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast. I hope you guys have a great day. We will be back next time talking a little bit of Nintendo. Who am I kidding? We're probably talking a lot about Nintendo. We'll see you guys soon. Until then, don't forget to get your family game on. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week.